The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. We gather to worship together, to illumine the imagination by the beauty of God, to quicken the conscience by the holiness of God, to warm the heart by the love of God, to devote the will to the purposes of God. We gather together to worship Almighty God. The liturgy, music, homily, and today the third part of Handel's Messiah are offered in the praise of God for our gathered congregation here in Marsh Chapel, for our radio congregation across New England at WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership around the globe at WBUR.org. We welcome your prayerful and material support, your written or emailed responses, your decisions about forms of service and ministry in our midst, and as the Spirit moves, come Sunday, your presence with us in worship. If God is for us, who is against us? This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, may we stand in the praise of God.
May we pray. O God, whose blessed Son made himself known to his disciples in the breaking of bread, open the eyes of our faith and reign with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. A lesson from the Revelation of Saint, to St. Saint John, chapter 5, verses 11 through 14. Then I looked, and I heard the voice of many angels surrounding the throne, and the living creatures and the elders. They numbered myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, singing with full voice, Worthy is the Lamb that was slaughtered to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them singing to the one seated on the throne and to the lamb be blessing and honor and glory and might forever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshiped. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please join me in reading responsively verses from Psalm 30 with the Antiphon. extol you, O Lord, for you have drawn me up, and did not let my foes rejoice over me. O Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you have healed me. O Lord, you brought me up from, you brought up my soul from Sheol, restored me to life from among those gone down to the pit. Sing praises to the Lord, O you his faithful ones, and give thanks to his holy name. For God's anger is but for a moment. God's favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may linger for the night, but joy comes with the morning. As for me, I said in my prosperity, By your favor, O Lord, you has, had established me as a strong mountain. You hid your face. I was dismayed. To you, O Lord, I cried, and to the Lord I made supplication. What profit is there in my death if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it tell of your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and be gracious to me. O Lord, be my help. You have turned my mourning into dancing. You have taken off my sackcloth and clothed me with joy, so that my soul may praise you and not be silent. O Lord, my God, I will give thanks to you. Please rise as you are able for the singing of the Gloria Patri and the reading of the Gospel. 
The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to St. John, chapter 21, verses 1 through 19. Glory to you, O Lord. After these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples by the Sea of Tiberias, and he showed himself in this way. Gathered there together were Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples. Simon Peter said to them, I'm going fishing. They said to him, we'll go with you. They went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Just after daybreak, Jesus stood on the beach, but the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to them, children, you have no fish, have you? They answered him, no. He said to them, cast the net to the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast it, and now they were not able to haul it in because there were so many fish. That disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord! When Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on some clothes, for he was naked, and jumped into the sea. But the other disciples came in the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not far from land, only about a hundred yards off. When they had gone ashore, they saw a charcoal fire there with some fish on it and bread. And Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish that you've just caught. So Simon Peter went aboard and hauled the net ashore full of large fish, a hundred and fifty-three of them. And though there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. Now none of them dared to ask him, Who are you? because they knew that it was the Lord. Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and did the same with the fish. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. A second time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter felt hurt because he said to him a third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. 
Very truly, I tell you, when you were younger, you used to fasten your own belt and go wherever you wished. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will fasten a belt around you and take you where you do not wish to go. He said this to indicate the kind of death by which he would glorify God. And after this, he said to him, follow me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. <clears throat> one man asked another, tell me, tell me in just one word, how is your life? His friend replied slowly, in one word, in one word, my life is, well, good. Sensing something else, the man asked again, then tell me in just two words, how is your life? His friend replied slowly, my life in two words? In two words, my life is, well, not good. Both the brevity of life and the strange estrangements of our experience in life place us, if we are honest, come Sunday, somewhere between the first and the second replies, between good and not so good. We know the thrill of victory and the agony of betrayal. We know the joy of birth and the pain of death. We know the exuberance of growth and the hurt of departure. The Gospel, according to St. John, ended last week with its concluding sentence in chapter 20. These things are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Jesus, Lord and God, doorway both to allegiance and to reverence. Jesus, word incarnate, good shepherd, feeder of thousands, alchemist of water and wine, healer of the blind, raiser of the dead, doorway to grace, freedom, love, spirit, community, and friendship. Believe, only believe. Live in tune with the universe. Startling then, Today's lesson, chapter 21, added 20 years after the gospel conclusion. A simple meal of 153 fish, breakfast with Jesus, different language and imagery here, a different now heroic role for the robing and disrobing Peter here, a different voice for the beloved disciple here, a different reflection on death and life here, a different prediction of Peter's martyrdom here. What is the meaning of this strange breakfast in this strange chapter amid this strange life? Just this, for all of the grace, freedom, and love, for all of the spirit, community, and friendship rightly trumpeted in the fourth gospel, People are still people. This chapter is about fishing and farming, catching and tending, boats and fields, fishermen and shepherds. In church language, that is, 21 is about evangelism and pastoral care. You are leading a Christian life. You are committed to the way of discipleship. You are living through the path of love. Then, and so, you will need to receive and give invitation and compassion. 
the deep resonance of Handel's Messiah, its third part sung gloriously today, undergirds our good and not so good life with triumph, with a triumphant song, with the triumphant promise, with the triumphant promise of redemption, heaven, hope, healing, wholeness, God. In a word today, triumph. A wise preacher once said, we are meant to live in Easter, and despite the assertions of some other wise people, Messiah is meant to be sung in Easter, not Christmas. So familiar are we with the various choruses and arias comprising Handel's most famous oratorio, we forget that only part one concerns itself with the Christmas story. Part two reveals Christ's passion, resurrection, and ascension to heaven, as the prophets foretold. Our beloved Hallelujah Chorus rightfully concludes that central section, part two. Part three, our focus today, depicts the wider meaning of Christ's story and God's promise in our lives today. I know that my Redeemer liveth. If God be for us, who can be against us? There is life in Christ, and that life is a promise of grace, pardon, renewal, and eternal blessing. Handel's score, written at white-hot speed and a quick short three weeks at the end of summer in 1741, was first performed in Dublin at Easter in 1724, 1742. Sorry. Its popularity and lasting value gathered through Handel's final years in eagerly anticipated benefits and performances, such that Charles Burney, the famous 18th century music commentator, wrote of Messiah's social and economic force, saying that it fed the hungry, clothed the naked, and fostered the orphan more than any single musical production in this or in any country. For us at Marsh Chapel this morning, it is a musical promise and triumph of everlasting hope, an affirmation of God's love and redemption for all. In a word, then, triumph. In two words, then, evangelism and pastoral care, work and structure, laity and clergy, world and church. Breakfast is a simple meal. Carried today in the breakfast hour by triumph, we re-enter the world of event, invitation and compassion, the world of the preacher and the pastor. Every week, you are encouraged to make one invitation to another about what you find lastingly good as come to worship with me. Every week, you are encouraged to offer one compassionate word to another from the source of lasting compassion as I will pray for you. For public worship places us in the necessary presence of others who are not our own kith, kin, and kindred. With the child behind us, the student beside us, the professor ahead of us, the widow across from us, we worship God together. That is, we perceive again the utter variety and actual needs of others. It is a cautionary move, our worship, against the prevailing winds about us, including tornadoes, including dehumanizing techno-communication and distance drone aerial bombardment. 
a woman will receive that email. I, I might have seen her or her kith, kin, and kindred in church. A child may be harmed by that bomb. I might have seen his kith, kin, and kindred in church. Public worship places us in the necessary presence of others who are not our own kindred. So crucial, saving, significant than the simple invitation, join me for worship. Compassionate pastoral care, personal kindness, a willingness to listen, feed, tend, sheep to sheep, connects us to the deeper connections, those for which life is fully given. Fifty years ago, Martin Luther King sat writing in a prison cell in Birmingham, Alabama. He wrote his famous letter of that name, which bears your rereading this afternoon, addressed to pastors, fellow clergy who could not or did not or would not hear, he wrote. When you suddenly find your tongue twisted and your speech stammering as you seek to explain to your six-year-old daughter why she can't go to the public amusement park that has been advertised on television and see tears welling up in her eyes when she is told that Funtown is closed to colored children and see ominous clouds of inferiority beginning to form in her little mental sky and see her beginning to distort her personality by developing an unconscious bitterness, then we cannot wait. While most of us will not regularly write such a momentous letter, in your pastoral, that is, personal correspondence, you will write. You will see another's inattention. You will notice another's pain. So you will sit down and put pen to paper and select some caring words. Sorry, condolence, prayer, help, hope. You can imagine another opening the mailbox, holding the letter, seeing the penmanship, removing the page, reading the card. Feed my lambs, tend my sheep, feed my sheep. It is not, I believe, that the fourth gospel diminishes or discounts invitation and compassion through chapter 20, evangelism and pastoral care, laity and clergy. It's just that the writer had bigger fish to fry and sheep to tend of another fold. So along came someone who wrote chapter 21 for us to remind us, in a word, good. In two words, not good. Your life in Christ requires invitation and compassion beginning again every day at breakfast. Triumph, triumphant joy, triumphant promise comes our way. We shall put them to work this week. I know that my Redeemer lives. Behold, I tell you a mystery. The trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised. Death is swallowed up in victory. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Is God for us? Who can be against us? If God, if God, is, God for is for us, us who, who is against, against us? us? Blessing, Blessing and, and honor, honor and, and glory and power, and power be, be unto, unto him. him. Amen. Amen.
behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Last trumpet.
shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Where is thy sting? Where 
It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is at the right hand of God, who makes intercession for us. We give thanks this morning to the Marsh Chapel Choir and Collegium under the direction of Dr. Scott Allen Jarrett for leading our intercessions this morning. peace of the Lord be always with you. We greet you once again here in the nave of Marsh Chapel this Sunday morning. We uh, get, bear a special welcome this morning, whether you're here in the nave or listening live over the radio or the internet, to those who are in town for, mar for the marathon tomorrow. Uh, and we uh, are glad that you're for your presence among us. We would note that tomorrow morning, Dean Hill will be hosting a Marathon Monday brunch at 10 a.m. at the Deanery, number 96 Bay State Road, uh, for those who would like to then, uh, around 11.30, turn around the corner into Kenmore Square to watch uh, the runners make the last turn for the last mile of the marathon. Again, that's 10 a.m. tomorrow morning at the Deanery, 96 Bay State Road. We do note that the chapel offices are closed tomorrow for Patriots Day. Uh, and, but our regular schedule of activities goes on throughout the rest of the week. We do hope particularly that you will join us next Saturday at 7.30 here in the nave of Marsh Chapel for a performance of Handel's Messiah, the complete all three parts, uh, the third part of which we just heard this morning. Again, that's 7.30 p.m. here in the nave of Marsh Chapel next Sunday morning, or next Saturday evening at 7.30. Now walk in love as Christ loves us, an offering and sacrifice to God.
With these gifts, O Lord, we symbolize and evidence the gift of our lives to thee. Lay thy hand, we pray, upon us for the harder choices in the days to come, our stewardship of invitation and compassion, of time and talent and treasure. Bless these givers and the gifts and the givers, we pray in Christ. Amen. of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit be and abide with each one of us now and forevermore. Amen. <laughs>